Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right, let's do it. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. There's a lot going on for a Friday. A lot of times things are winding down, but there's a lot of news going on today, David. Yeah, there is. Well, the president of the United States was addressing the governors of all 50 states and uh, all American territories as well. They have a big conference every year in D.C., and so the president was talking about how great it is, how much he likes even working with Republican governors, even though, like, what, two days ago he was saying that they're, that Republicans are worse than uh, segregationists he used to be pals with. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's interesting. Uh, very, very, I don't know, cognitive dissonance comes to mind here. Um, but he was talking about the great work that they've done with the bipartisan infrastructure stuff and climate change. Okay. They got this, you know, high-speed rail project happening between Los Angeles and uh, Las Vegas. It's going to mm-hmm. be awesome. Roll it. And by the way, I'm not sure how many people leave L.A. can do it in two hours to get there, or whether they're going to come back or not to Las Vegas. But all kidding aside, we're making the biggest Uh-oh. investment ever in climate. Time out. Climate. Robbins is already shaking. Well, his I don't head understand in. the joke. Wait, was there a joke there? I think. What? People laughed. I, they just laugh at this guy. He just ends the sentence and they just laugh. It's the uncomfortable laughter. You're I not don't sure think they what know do. what else to do. What? Right. Exactly. What, what he was. Trying to say is, hey, you know, if you can get there under two hours, I don't know how many people from Los Angeles are going to go back to Los Angeles. Yeah. That was kind of what he was trying to get at Well, there. that's not funny. Except, it, <laughs> except then he sort of just trails off and then says, Las Vegas. Climate <laughs> right. change, ever. Yeah. I visited your states working together to respond and build and boost resilience to extreme weather. <laughs> Spend an awful lot of time, and I make, I, I'm not complaining about it. I'm just pointing it out. An awful lot of time with a lot of you governors deal, over the last three years dealing with the impacts of bad weather. Right. Okay. Oh, God. God help us. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I know we have a lot of different things to get to. I just happened to see this, and it's on the topic of Biden. Did you see the supercut that was put together of Biden mixing up Russia, Ukraine, and Iraq? No. And just like how many times this has happened? Gosh. Oh, it, it's 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 highly entertaining. Um, Matt, is it Orphalia? He's the guy that puts these together. Um, and he, here's the sense of humor. When he does mix it up, you hear sort of that Price is Right sound effect there, <laughs> which adds to it. I haven't even heard it yet. I'm laughing. And you'll hear when, you know, he gets something right. It's kind of like a little pop. It's just funny just to be. invade Russia. Nothing like this that happens in World War II. I mean, Russia's going to invade Ukraine. And I think, I think Putin may circle Kiev with tanks. But he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. He'll never, he'll never extinguish their love of freedom. 
We're not waiting for that process to be finished to make the long-term commitments that we're making to Ukraine security. Vladimir and I, we I should, shouldn't be so familiar. Uh, Mr. Zelensky and I uh, talked about... It goes on for a long time. I don't know if you want to table this for later. You know, we're dealing with it for a cold second. Inflation is a worldwide problem right now because of a war in Iraq and the impact on oil and what Russia's doing. I mean, excuse me, the war in... It's just... <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought everybody's gonna find this as funny as me. Oh, the music okay. just sells it. It does. It's dying. Just remember in private, that guy is sharp as attack, okay? Exactly. If you've never seen it. Yeah. That's right. But, that's right. Oh man. Yeah, that's something. I want to just loop that for the weekend. Just when I'm feeling down and out or something, just hit that. I'm telling you, it's minutes oh. long, so if you want, we can parse it out through segments throughout the show. Oh, my gosh. That way on a Friday, at least we'll have a lot of laughs. laughs. <laughs> See, it's funny. Oh, my but then hurts. watching you laugh, Scott, oh, then makes me laugh all oh, over again. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Wow. David, you had a clip of Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker. Yeah, he's still mad about having to actually prove that his state is a sanctuary for illegal immigrants. I mean, he wanted it. That's right. Yes, but, he did. But now that he's got what he asked for, what he said he was prepared to handle, which is hundreds of thousands of illegal immigrants coming into his state, his sanctuary state. Now it's a problem, and it's a manufactured crisis, Okay. This is what he said during his State of the State address. Okay. Maybe some of you think that we should just say, this is not our problem, and that we should let the migrant families starve or freeze to death. But that's not what decent Midwesterners do. <laughs> that's not what leaders do. We didn't ask for this manufactured crisis, but we must deal with it all the same. Okay. Hey, Fatso, put them in your, uh, your hotels. Start there. Okay, you got a bunch of them. Manufactured by who, by the way? Right. I mean, that, that's a good question. Presumably, he's trying to say that Greg Abbott, the right. governor of Texas, is the right. one who manufactured it by sending a bunch of uh, illegal immigrants up to Chicago. But uh, bears repeating every time they try to throw that out there, the number of illegal immigrants currently in the state of Illinois, specifically in Chicago, only about a third of that number came directly from the state of Texas, meaning the state of Texas said, hey, we'll put you on a bus and send you there. The rest of them have arrived there courtesy of the federal government through non-governmental organizations. That's actually happening today, right now out of San Diego. Bill Malusian's down there yeah. from Fox. He just did a report. I don't think we can get to it later. Um, but what he was saying there, and he's talking to people. It's like, where are you from? It's all parts of the world. You know, why'd you come here? One guy said, well, it's mostly Muslim, and he was a gay individual, so he was going to seek asylum because he can't live or they'll kill him. And just talking to different people, and they're saying, okay, well, how did they get through to here? Well, there's, you know, different ways of transportation, and then buses will take them there to an airport, and then they can go to wherever they want in the United States. That's, that's not California sending them places. That's the government, the federal government. Yes. It's been doing that, but that's not being reported on. It's 
it's wild, man. I heard one guy specifically say he wanted to go to Chicago. I think he did. Yeah. Yeah, we can we can get to that report later. Yeah, he's talking to people. Los Angeles. Okay. So uh, we continue to hear, Harris, essentially all blue states, blue cities, a lot of sanctuary cities. Some of the other buses that pulled up earlier, we were hearing a lot of New York, uh, New Jersey. You just heard some more Chicago. This bus drop off was unique as it is all single adult men. The two other buses really? before this uh, had some women on it as well. Um, but we are now in the hundreds that have been mass released on the streets of San Diego here wow. today. There is an NGO today. or volunteer group here um, assisting them, um, making sure they know where they can go next. Um, sounds like they're going to be taken to a another transit center where they will then go to the airport and they will be free to trans, uh, go all around the country because, again, they have been released from Border Patrol custody. So Bill, uh, and by the law, they can go wherever they'd like. Yep. It's fantastic. Right. Manufactured crisis. Uh, and remember yeah. from Legacy Media, Biden's trying to do something about this. Republicans in Congress are standing in the way. Well, he can't do anything without Republicans in Congress, and they hate him, and they're right. not doing what he wants them to do. Again, uh, you got votes based on the fact that you were waving the the flag, saying we're a sanctuary city. Mm-hmm. You were it was you were in it for the votes, not for the repercussions, because you thought it was never going to happen to you. Well, it did, Pritzker. Yes. And there you go. We're going to learn something today that I did not know. David has the story telling a kid to cut his hair makes you a KKK member. Really? Yeah. Well, there, there's been an ongoing lawsuit outside of Houston where an 18 year old has been out of classes at school since August because his hair is out of dress code. Either he's been suspended or he's been serving in-school suspension. Activists say it's an attack on him because he's black and he has braids. The district says, no, it's because the hair is too long. You can keep the braids. You just got to cut it. Oh. That's it. But they, but they he pulled his hair back, though. Well, sorry. That, it's out of, out of dress code. A lot of us who used to be hair farmers have run afoul of uh district authorities in the past in high school yes like myself got suspended and i did not know that i could say that my civil rights were being violated here (laughs) you couldn't yeah yeah right exactly (laughs) right yesterday a judge ruled that this did not violate the crown act which is a law against race-based hair discrimination so the activists are having a hard time one of them dr candace matthews decided to make her point by whipping out a KKK hood. Oh Holy smoke. Welcome to Chambers County. That's why we gotta have federal intervention. Or otherwise, our children are gonna continue to be pressed upon by people that wear these kind of hats. Yeah. Like, that's that's marvel marvelously unhinged yes it is that's like parody how do you parody that i remember my dad wearing the hood with carrying the torch you do get your hair cut (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh i'm just trying to think of the people that were fighting for the rights of everyone you know, 100 years ago, 150 years ago, if you could just show them the crystal ball, this is in the future, <laughs> and what the reaction would have been to something like that. You don't have to go back that far. You can go back to the 60s. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I have a dream that one day a district won't have hair dress codes. 
I had no idea I could have just looked at the administrator at that time when I was getting suspended for having too long hair and just say, you're with the KKK. You know that? Holy smokes. Wow. Okay. David has an update on Bonnie Willis. And more fails from our current sitting president that you're going to enjoy. Straight ahead. here oh great i'd love some but i'm worried about my stomach issues if you're worried about having diarrhea gas bloating stomach pain or loose oily stools it may not just be stomach issues it could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency or epi with epi the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food but epi is manageable use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor that's identifyepi.com sponsored by abvi hey i'm andy if you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try soon. Harry's is available online and in-store at a retailer near you. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash refresh. That's harrys.com slash refresh. Or check us out at your local Costco for a price you can't find anywhere else. Just look for the Chrome Razor with 13-blade refills at your local Costco. You can't miss it. Exclusive to Costco members. Pure opportunity. It's what Michigan is all about. The opportunity to do more. The opportunity to connect with the best talent. The opportunity for people of all backgrounds to grow and expand their business. The opportunity to live and work in a state where paychecks go farther. The opportunity is now, and it's right here in Michigan. Visit michiganbusiness.org slash radio to discover all the ways the Michigan Economic Development Corporation is helping Michigan thrive. Mr. Van Camp and Robbins show. Thank you very much for being here. I'm Jamie Martin. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. You have an update on Fonnie Willis? Oh, man. That case in Georgia, David? Yeah, Fonnie Willis. This is the Fulton County, Georgia DA who's been going after Donald Trump. Well, uh, the Trump camp is trying to get her disqualified from the case because of ethical lapses, obvious ones, too. And, uh, Mainly that she had an affair with the prosecutor that she hired to help go after Donald Trump. And she had been having an affair with him before she uh, appointed him. And so uh, Fonnie Willis and Nathan Wade, the two main characters in this drama, have said, no, it, you know, the, we didn't start hooking up until well after this appointment was made. Except then you're seeing they're taking trips together. Boy, they went to Aruba. Then his contract gets extended. That's not the only thing that got extended. Um, hello. <laughs> uh, boy, and, and so, yeah, they, so, you know, of course, we covered a week ago the, the jaw-dropping testimony of Fonnie Willis as she was defending herself and had a lot of attitude about it and 
just you can tell that the people around her really thought that was a mistake. And one of the reasons is is right here now. Uh, Nathan Wade appeared to have made at least 35 visits to the neighborhood where Fonnie Willis was living before she hired him to lead Fulton County's election interference prosecution. Now, this is from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Not, not, you know, it's not some conspiracy blogger, nothing like that. This is, this is from a news outlet that has done everything possible to try to make her look good mm-hmm. in the past. Uh, Trump's lawyers relied on data collected from Nathan Wade's cell phone and cell phone tower transmissions to track his movements. And boy, you know, they said they never really spent the night together. Well, he was showing up late at night to her place quite a few times and then leaving early in the morning. Well, they were going over documents. Uh-huh, sure, yeah. Talking about cases, uh, yeah. working hard. Yeah. Yeah. She said in that one piece of testimony, they were grinding. <laughs> They're fresher at She night. did. She, she said did that. say they did grind a lot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, working hard. And yeah. as the uh, AJC points out, the timeline is important because, one, if Willis and Wade were a couple before she hired him, it raised the prospect that she may have violated anti-nepotism rules. More importantly, both Willis and Wade have testified under oath that their relationship began in 2022. If defense attorneys can prove they lied under oath, it would be perjury. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, and you look at how much they were paying Nathan Wade. And from... Well, it was Judge Joe Brown said it's more to him than all of the other attorneys combined. He was getting a lion's share of the dough. Well, let me just upwards say for of seven hundred thousand dollars. Just say for the record, he earned it. Oh boy! And apparently, she was doing like booty calls to him, like, "Hey, come over. I'm, I'm in the mood for a melody." Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, they've both got themselves in a whole lot of trouble. It looks like. Because he had the divorce case and he, well, allegedly lied about that, went back and said, I need to amend my testimony. <laughs> and then pleaded the fifth. And I'm like, hey, you can't do that. Yeah, after the fact. I mean, I lied, but now I wanted to, there's take backsies, right? <laughs> yeah. I take backsie. Uh, no. Sorry, it doesn't work that way. Um, part of trying to keep this Friday entertaining, uh, there was this montage put together by a guy named matt ophalia and it's joe biden mixing up ukraine russia and iraq and iran um and every time he messes up you hear like the price is right and then there's a sound effect if he gets something right and then if he outright lies there's like an alarm like a five alarm fire which you'll hear coming up, but just as an example. Uh, we're dealing with that for a whole second. Uh, <laughs> the way with, that works, We're man. dealing with that for a whole second. Inflation is a worldwide problem right now because of a war in Iraq and the impact on oil <laughs> and what Russia's doing. I mean, excuse me, the war in, in Ukraine. And uh, I think in Iraq because that's where my son died. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, but the point is... And that's the alarm. Yeah. That's, that lie has been perpetrated and propagated for a long time i you know based on that special counsel report i wonder if he really is lying because remember the special counsel said he couldn't remember the year that bo biden oh, that's died right. that's true, and yeah. i'm wondering if this guy really has convinced himself in his adult state that his son was killed in iraq could be and then some of the pieces don't even need sound effects they're going to seize their yachts their luxury homes and other ill-begotten gains of putin's kleptocracy <laughs> yeah yeah, this is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. 
Golly, I oh, forgot about that one. Kleptocracy. Yeah. Yeah. Kleptocracy. Yes! <laughs> you got it! Good job. <laughs> Four more years. Four more years. <laughs> like, oh, I'll have man. another few cuts of that coming up oh, in the next 15 minutes. It sounds like Simone Biles tripping on her way to the mat and then going off oh. and doing a flip, you know? <laughs> yeah. Stuck the landing in the end. All right. Uh, man, there's a lot of big stories out there. Oh, we got to get to the story of the CBS reporter that was fired. And then had her file seized by the company. What's Jesus. that all about? That and much more coming up right here. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley. David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, for quite a while, when we would watch legacy media cover stories, we would see all of a sudden CBS cover a story that we'd all be surprised. Mm -hmm. Like, wow, I'm surprised they're doing that. And you made the point a long time ago. That's Catherine Herridge. Yeah. Former Fox reporter who then went to CBS News, and she was basically the only one even really interested in, in, in digging into the president's son, the whole laptop thing, the whole, mm -hmm. at the very least, suggestion of some sort of corruption there. And, and we were wondering at the time, holy, holy smokes, is CBS trying to send a message to the White House? Like, we know all this stuff. Maybe it's time for Biden to leave. You, you don't know because all of a sudden it's one legacy media outlet that's covering a story. And then you're thinking maybe it's just Catherine Herridge. Yeah. And she has that sort of juice that she can get these stories through. Well... It was over a week or so ago. Now she got fired. Mm -hmm. Yep. And CBS said, well, there's a mass amount of layoffs. And she was just part of that. But then it comes out that CBS reportedly seized the personal confidential files. Golly. Of Catherine Herridge. Well, that's interesting. And, you know, I've read three different stories on this. One from Daily Wire. And in that story, it said law professor Jonathan Turley wrote that following the shock of her dismissal, Concerns mounted when you learned, okay, CBS officials took the unusual step of seizing her files, computers, and records, including information on privileged sources. Yeah. Uh, really said that alarmed many, including the union, yeah. as an attack on free press principles by one of the nation's most esteemed press organizations. And yet the union is backing her up. She posted an update you know, trying to get her stuff back. But a lot of this seems to be a controversy because of what she was reporting on with the Biden family. So that's one to keep an eye on. Golly. Did you see what Britt Hume said? What did Britt Hume say? He said he's worked for two newspapers, a wire service, syndicated column, always 23 years at ABC News. Mm -hmm. He said, when I left those jobs, no one asked for my files. I've never even heard of this happening. And I suppose what would CBS say? Well, in these troubled times, yeah, they they may fall down on. Well, we seized really what it was was the the laptop or a computer, the the actual physical technology, 
and didn't give her a chance to do anything malicious or something like that. Like that, that does happen. But as far as going out of your way to block somebody from retaining their own reporting is very odd to me. Yeah. Well, she when she posted the update from SAG-AFTRA Union, mm-hmm. it said it strongly condemned CBS' decision to seize her notes and research from her office, including the confidential source information. So this action is deeply concerning to the union because it sets a dangerous precedent for all media professionals mm-hmm. and threatens the very foundation of the First Amendment. Okay. But, and what's almost refreshing to hear reading that is that, okay, <laughs> right? it's almost this world where we still have some sort of honest media, that it's not all tilted and controlled. As it goes on, Union said it's completely inappropriate for an employer to lay off a reporter and take the very unusual step of retaining and searching the reporter's files and goes on and taking all of her stuff. So, again... Be keeping an eye on that one. Also, what message does it send? It sends the message they wanted to send. Screw around with the administration, and here's what's going to happen. Yeah. Tells me also, uh, if you're not already backing up your files, do so right now. If you're in news media, if you're a reporter, doesn't matter what outlet you're working for. Take it home with you every night. Yeah. Yes. You said you had a crazy clip from MSNBC, David. Dude. So MSNBC and a lot of the uh, mainstream media, they're trying to scare people about something called Christian nationalism. (laughs) And the whole thing is a manufactured, paranoid fantasy. This idea that, oh my gosh, you know, Donald Trump is going to usher in an era of Christian nationalism, and they can never really define what they mean by that. Because you'll see, no. you know, clips from some kind of kooky churches where they've got a cardboard cutout of, of uh, Donald Trump or whatever, and it's like, well, I, that that's not representative of the overwhelming majority of churches in America. No, it's a very odd way of doing it, but they're doing it to attack Christianity and, and in particular, conservatives who are Christian. Correct. Um, and you know, the brain ste- the brain dead stuff coming out of all of this is darkly hilarious. Politico. Uh, Heidi uh, Prisbella is a reporter with Politico, and she's writing about how Trump's second term could usher in a new wave of Christian nationalism. And she had this hot scoop about what Christian nationalists believe. Okay. The thing that unites them as Christian nationalists, not Christians, by the way, because Christian nationalists is very different, Mm -hmm. is that they believe that our rights as Americans, as all human beings, don't come from any earthly authority. They don't come from Congress. They don't come from the Supreme Court. They come from God. Yeah. (laughs) But that's that's literally in the Declaration of Independence, though. I mean, that's the (laughs) I mean, I know know Joe Biden trailed off as, you know, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men and women are created. you, You know the thing. But it says they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. And what brain-dead moron actually thinks that our rights are derived from the government? Probably someone that's been educated in our system over the last 15 to 20 years. It's my fear. That really doesn't know. I mean, he, that's what it sounds like to me, that well, she really doesn't yeah. know. Right, because, because even you know atheists who believe in the American system... Mm-hmm. Say that no, our rights do not come from 
the government. They are human rights. They are they are uh, uh, essential to our existence as people. The government yeah, does sort not of like the thought rights. of I don't I don't believe the Bible, but right. those principles that the country was founded on they work best right in society, basically. Yeah, but yeah. we got two old antiquated parchments that are declaring these things, and not 2024 version. Hmm. I mean, that's what we hear. I hear that all the time. Oh yeah, it's antiquated, needs to be redone. Whether you're talking about the Bible or the Declaration of Independence or both. Well, and this is part of that whole Rob Reiner movie. I mean, failing terribly in the theaters last weekend. The God and Country movie, which is supposed to be oh, you, you see the critical reviews of it. It's like 92 percent tomato meter uh you know this is a stark warning of what could be coming people that have their faith and then they they want their government to up, uphold these principles how dare they right. it's like, what and again you're talking about if if you've followed this at all within christianity especially over the last 10 years there's been a split of a number of churches over certain issues and a lot of those have been lgbtq plus okay so you have a whole group of people now that are looking somewhere to land. And, you know, you have liberal media that loves these people because they would say these are the good Christians, the ones that really don't believe everything in the Bible, the ones that cherry pick, yeah. the comfortable stuff. They're, they're the good Christians, like Mitt Romney's the good Republican, and Adam Kinzinger is the good Republican. Those are the good ones. The rest of them are bad and evil. It's is what it is. I don't think most people buy into it. All Kinsinger and Romney do is have to agree with them, and then it's bipartisan. Exactly. Right. <laughs> it's hilarious. Which, which always strikes me as funny. Too. Yes. All right. It's that time. Going around the table. May not be the biggest story out there today, but it caught your attention. Today, David, what's your story? Well, the trial of the century could soon be underway in Wyoming, where a father and son are accused of doing something to their neighbor's cows. The cows kept getting onto the property of Patrick Sean Carroll in Crook County, so he and his son decided to do something to encourage the neighbors to keep their cows off of their land. They decided to bleach penis shapes onto the cows. <laughs> <laughs> and they were dedicated, too. They, they did apply bleach to uh, 189 heifers and six bulls that had wandered onto their property. Yeah, that's a lot of work, man. And I know. Well, you know. Uh, the father and son were initially charged last year, but it was dismissed because there wasn't probable cause, according to the judge. But the owner of the cows came up with new evidence of how much it financially hurt him because he said, hey, look, bleached cows uh, are an indicator of uh, uh, a disease or some sort of defect. So I couldn't sell the cattle uh, last year. So I had to hold on to them to wait for their hair to grow <laughs> <laughs> Back to be normal, <laughs> so they didn't have Mr. Condition printed no. on them. <laughs> so they, so they said, well, this cost X amount of dollars. So now, now it, it, the case is actually moving forward, according to uh, one of my favorite news outlets, Cowboy State Daily. Um, nice. So there you go. Yes. Boy, that is the definition of might not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention. <laughs> yes, it well, did. Well, you know, father-son outings are vitally important in our country. <laughs> of course. Yes. Right. Yes. More Dad, of it. Dad's taking an interest in their son. Son's taking, you know, and that's how it works. Of course. All right, Scott, what do you have for what's your story today? Well, you'll be glad to know it was not a cyber attack yesterday, but a technical error that caused AT&T's massive outage 
In a statement, AT&T said the outage began in the morning hours as the company worked expanded its network. Based on our initial review, we believe that today's outage was caused by the application execution of an incorrect process used as we are expanding our network. In other words, updating our software. Not a cyber attack. We are continuing our assessment, but today's outage, uh, we want to ensure you will keep delivering the service that our customers deserve. Believe that? I'm not sure what to believe. Do I? I don't know either, but that sounds like a simplistic approach to a massive problem. And it very well could be. I think, what is the saying? I'll probably butcher it, but never assume malice when incompetence can fit just fine. Yes. I mean, we, we had a door fall off of an airplane. At 16,000 feet. Yeah. This is true. Because someone true. forgot to put bolts back on it. So, right. Yeah. But, you know, after the FBI director last week talked about how China could, you know, go after us with a cyber attack. Yeah. That was just a small snapshot of Dude, what that would look like. Well, the, I'm watching the news last night, the, the nightly news, and they're interviewing these people who lost, like, thousands of dollars in their business. Yeah. Because it was down, and they couldn't operate. There was no operation. Zero. Oh, yeah. It's like, holy cow, man. Yeah. Uh, For my story today, for what's your story, I'm just going to continue to play part of the clips of this this piece that Matt Ophalia put together. Matt Taibbi sent this out on his email list. Um, And it's Joe Biden confusing Russia, Ukraine, and either Iraq or Iran. And... There's sound effects that he employs with, like, the Price is Right fail and a pop-up when he gets something right. Um, But on a Friday, you want to laugh a little, and this has cracked you guys up a lot, so it continues. Wrecking his international borders and ceasing his attacks on it, his inhumane attacks on Russia. I mean, spy Russia on Ukraine. Right. Gets it confused Close. a lot. Bless the people of a free and democratic Ukraine. Would we be strong? Would we be weak? Would be you? We would. Be, would we? The all of our allies would be united. We tried it in in Iraq. It's not working. So now we're going to try. I mean, in Iran. Excuse me. We tried in Ukraine. Mm. God. Oh man. And then as it's wrapping up. I can't help it, man. It just kills me. To what extent has Vladimir Putin been weakened by recent events? It's hard to tell, but he's clearly losing the war in Iraq. (laughs) (laughs) It just goes on and on. Oh, Oh, gosh. Man. All right. Fantastic. Uh, This is a strange story we got to get to. Employers want people to come back to work. They're doing it with smells? Really? That and a news update straight ahead. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's. So thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try soon. Harry's is available online and in-store at a retailer near you. 
Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash dance. That's harrys.com slash dance. Or check us out at your local Costco for a price you can't find anywhere else. Just look for the Chrome Razor with 13-blade refills at your local Costco. You can't miss it. Exclusive to Costco members. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. What does the future of mobility in Michigan sound like? It's the sound of new EV charging stations at our state parks. It's the sound of $17.5 billion in new investments to produce EVs and batteries in Michigan. And that? That's the silence of Michigan's new in-road wireless charging system. Discover all the ways MEDC is driving next-gen mobility in Michigan at michiganbusiness.org radio. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Talked about it before with rising costs, concerns about the economy. Running a business right now is the hardest it's been in a long time. Yeah, and you can simplify a lot of the nuts and bolts like closing the books with NetSuite by Oracle. Everything you need to grow your business, it's all there in one place. You get a customized solution for all of your key performance indicators. And it's all in one efficient system, letting you manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve those margins. And you get all this together, and having it all together makes it much easier to make good decisions for the future. And right now, NetSuite has an unprecedented offer to make it all happen for you. Download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at NetSuite.com slash MVR. That's NetSuite.com slash MVR to get your own KPI checklist. One of the news events happening today is the mass release of migrants in San Diego. Bill Malusian from Fox was down there explaining it, you know, how it works. All these different stations all in the San Diego sector, and they eventually get taken to a processing center, uh, and then they're mass released like this. As for who uh, is paying for yeah. this, look, we don't really know. It could be potentially uh, their families will help them out with travel around the country. Sometimes perhaps the volunteer groups will help them. Um, we, you know, we, we, we just don't exactly know. All we know is. I can tell you what's been reported. Oh, yeah extensively is a lot of groups that will be under the guise of a quote religious organization that's actually then paid by the government to help facilitate illegal immigration yeah but you you see the religious name on the group and you're like oh they're just trying to help people in their home country no not always a lot of times not it's almost like a shell company well yeah it's like laundering yeah in a way it's yeah it's crazy. Yeah, because a lot of times they also use the guise of being Catholics. And who wants to get into a fist fight with nuns, you know? <laughs> well, yeah. Because, you know, you hear Catholic services or whatever. Yeah. They're trying to help people. And you just automatically believe, well, well, that's on the up and up. Not all of them. Right. Some of them maybe, But, man, what, what a problem this is and is going to be for a long time. I mean, people talk about, well, Trump can fix this. It's going to take years for what we're looking at right now. Um, 
One problem that employers are trying to fix is getting people back into the office. Seen these stories time and time again. Apparently the latest thing, and the Wall Street Journal had this, so did the New York Post. Employers are trying to woo workers back with smells. Smells? Yeah, different fragrances that would improve workers' moods. They say, well, what scent are you going to put in there? Well, it depends. Uh, it's, sometimes it's not exactly one magic scent that's going to do the trick. So they're creating custom blends. There's one company that said it's using 35 ingredients. Jasmine, uh, Indian sandalwood, all sorts of stuff. Italian pines, that sound good, Scott? No. I want <laughs> the smell of more cash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Barkley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends, yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay. So the president was speaking to get today with a bunch of governors. Yeah. And mentioned Ukraine? Yeah. Well, he started off by saying, hey, look, you got to, you know, go back. When you go back to your state, you got to talk to your representatives and say, look, you got to pass this Ukraine aid bill because otherwise they're not going to win the war. Because apparently all the billions of dollars that we've sent them have been nothing but this $60 billion is going to be the difference maker. That's what Joe Biden is uh, trying to say. And he's slamming Republicans for not voting on this bill. Here we go. There's no question, none, none. If the Speaker called for a vote in the House, it would pass easily today. Instead, they went on vacation. I mean, it's just... Look, folks, all kidding aside, history's watching. The clock is ticking. Brave Ukrainian soldiers and civilians are dying. Okay. You know, you look at the different stories that have been around since the start of this war. And you're just trying to figure out, all right, what's conspiracy? What's real? Is this winnable? And, you know, we had a lot of propaganda in this country talking about how, yes, Ukraine, they're going to win this thing. And all of a sudden, there's a report from some jamoke that's playing a video game that shares intelligence that says, no, what is actually happening on the ground is terrible. And this is basically unwinnable. You're like, okay, what is real? What is really going on there? And you're never quite sure. But anytime someone tries to say, this looks unwinnable, and the fact that you're, what, average age now of a Ukrainian soldier is almost 45 years old? A lot of the young people bailed out of there. Mm Mm-hmm. People with money bailed out of there. And you really wonder what's real because our media has lied to us so many times. You know, a little while ago, I was playing different clips from this guy, Matt Ophalia, to put it together a montage of Biden mixing up Russia, Ukraine, and Iraq or Iran. He had another montage that is the same talking points from media members talking about how Ukraine was winning over the last couple of years. You know, they're winning this thing. You know, they just need the tools. And then you'll hear part of the cut where people are saying, 
uh, this is unwinnable. They're not winning. And these people got censored and canceled. It's just interesting how this works. Listen to this. Ukrainians are winning. We know that Ukraine, Ukraine will win. win. This is inevitable that Ukraine is going to defeat Russia. Ukraine is winning this Ukraine war. Ukraine is winning this Ukraine war. Ukraine will win this war. Ukraine is winning this war. Ukraine will win this Ukraine war. Ukraine will win it. Because I have been there. I have worked there. I, I know. He said Ukraine, Ukraine will win. Winning the war is now not in question. Ukraine will win. And it will happen very soon. We can finish everything in, in weeks. I mean, dude, this goes on and on and on. Short period. They say Ukraine so you get the idea. Ukrainians will win. And I I haven't met a single person yet who doesn't say Ukraine will win. Russia's bad, Ukraine is good. What else do you need to know? That was MSNBC. Yeah, bad, good, that's all you need to know. And then it's this short piece where people are saying something different, and then it's all like the big hammer that comes down censored. Fired. A stalemate which only brings death and suffering. A true solution can only be found at the negotiating table. YouTube bans RT. There's no way the Ukrainian army would be able to win it. Fox fires Tucker. This war cannot be won. Banned. Ultimately unwinnable. Defund. Ukraine is not winning. <laughs> well, and then it's back yeah. to the old talking point. But everyone you meet, without exception, still ha still insists that Ukraine will win. We know that Ukraine, Ukraine will win. win. Ukraine will win. Putin's already lost the war. I've never been more so. There is no possibility of him winning the war. In He's already lost that war. He's already lost that war. Remember all of that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's this $60 billion. And it's, forget about our border and the crisis that's happening there right now. Got to have the Ukraine package. We'll tie Israel in there. Taiwan, that's fine. But the focus is Ukraine. I'm missing something. Do no, you see it the same way. Like well, the, it is the same way. Home. That's why it's exactly the way you. Why see are it. we more desperate than all the countries in Europe? It seems, at least from our media, because they may have brakes put on things. Like they just can't willy nilly just throw money at something. Oh, there actually might be people with cooler heads going. Hey, wait a minute. Well, I, I would not say they're cooler heads. I think they're much more interested in you know, battening down the hatches a little bit in their own countries. But, you know, remember, they're still talking about destroying their own agricultural sector in the name of the science, yeah. in, in the name of the religion of climate change. So they're not yeah, well, they're, heads. They've just yeah, got different okay. priorities. Yeah. So again, man, it, it's just the state that we're in. You're not sure what to believe on so many things. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, on, I'll be honest with you. I believed it for a while there. I'm like, hey, but Ukraine looks like they are going to win this thing. From all the reports you're seeing. Yeah. And then you're like, wait a second. Someone yeah. pushes back on it and then someone else. And then it was. And you remember the story. You have recall on this pretty good, David. I, I remember that it happened. The dude on the video game that got busted. Oh, yeah. The uh, uh, Massachusetts was the Air National Guard. He's sharing with his buddies. Hey, I yeah. have the intelligence. Here's what's going on. Yeah, and then you see the off. intelligence. Yeah. Well, We're like, wait a second. That's not what our government or our media is telling us at all. When you have a superpower, Russia, involved in a war with Ukraine, sensibly, you think to yourself, there's no way they could win this thing. Right. Sensibly, you think that because that seems to make sense. You've got a superpower versus a very small country, limited in, in their resources, limited in their firepower, limited in their military expertise, no. going against this monster, yeah. and you think there's no way they can win this thing, right? And we've killed their economy, and we've done right. this. But we are told this I know. over and over and over again, where you start to doubt your own lion eyes. You're like, what? Or your own sensibilities, right? And who's getting rich? Well...
the military industrial complex is yeah. making a lot of money yeah, right Yeah, Raytheon now. hired Taylor Swift to play their Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, David, you said Biden is ignoring the law when it comes to immigration. Yeah, well, uh, Bill Malugin of Vox News, he's been covering the border crisis for years now, uh, put out the what he described as jaw-dropping ICE data, Immigration and Customs Enforcement data. Only 843 Venezuelan nationals were deported in fiscal year 2023. Now, there were about 335,000 Venezuelan nationals. So 335,000, only 834 of which have been removed from this country. Wow. Yeah. Uh, So uh, Venezuela, of course, is another uncooperative country. Biden uh, made apparently some progress in getting them to agree to uh, accept some removal flights late last year, but those flights stopped in recent weeks. And also Biden redesignated temporary protected status for Venezuelans who arrived before July 31st, shielding around 470,000 total uh, from deportation. They're talking about uh, half a million, more than half a million Venezuelans total in this country and... Who, who are here illegally or under very specious asylum claims that are just dead, but we'll send 834 of them back. Unreal. Yeah. Remember the whole abolish ICE movement from the left? Oh, I remember that clearly, yes. <laughs> Haven't heard from that in a while. Interesting, isn't it? And then they're trying to say, yeah, the Republicans are the ones that are not doing anything about the border. It's absolutely disgusting. All right, moving on. Uh, the president should not be fact-checked. Who said that? <laughs> uh, former Missouri Senator Claire McCaskill is calling for censorship of the press to help Joe Biden win, win re-election. <laughs> Roll it. I move that every newspaper in America quits doing any fact-checks on Joe Biden until they fact-check Donald Trump every morning on the front page. It is ridiculous yeah. that the New York Times... Is she saying there's been a lack of fact-checking on the Trumpster? <laughs> uh, yeah. That's what she's saying. Well, who the hell do you think you are? I demand. Shut up. It is ridiculous (laughs) that the New York Times fact-checked Joe Biden on something. I mean, he vomits lies. Trump vomits lies. And every day, over and over and over again. And it's just ridiculous that the New York Times is doing a fact-check on on Biden while they let Trump, while they're numb to the torrent of lies coming out of Trump's mouth. Just remarkable. Stunning. New York Times today went, well, you know, she's got a point there. No, of course not. Well, oh, the, dude, I mean, you, can't, you, just, you can sit there and say whatever you want. Of you course. can yell it and scream it and be agitated. Claire McCaskill. Well, there's an audience of people that are just yeah. like her that are like, that's right, Claire. Yeah. Yep. And I'll, I'll, I'll go to a hot take that I heard from a buddy of mine not that long ago. Is that the and I'll censor it a little bit because I can't say everything that he said because I don't want to put anybody's broadcasting license at at risk. (laughs) But that the greatest threat to democracy is quote dumb liberal women, (laughs) and it's not it not and again not saying all liberal women certainly not saying all women. It's dumb liberal women like Claire McCaskill. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Quit fact-checking Joe Biden, will you? Yes, help him get elected. My goodness. All right.
But what's the story about the Japanese gang member? This sounded crazy. Nukes? Dude, this is a crazy story. Okay, so there's this guy. He's a Japanese Yakuza leader, you know, organized crime. Mm -hmm. uh, Takeshi Ibasawa is his name. Now, he was arrested for running drugs. But now they've charged him again with weapons dealing. Specifically, finding weapons... <laughs> uh, they, they say that he was trying to sell weapons grade nuclear material knowing that it would wind up in iran holy crap <laughs> this dude now this guy they they in the indictment they show a picture of him mm -hmm. uh holding a, a, a rocket launcher as he's demonstrating for potential clients in denmark apparently Jeez. and i'll tell you this guy i'll put it this way okay if he were cast in a movie as a Japanese gang leader who was trying to sell uranium to Iran, yeah, liberals in America would call it racist and a stereotype. But that guy, I saw his picture and I thought, that is exactly who I picture. <laughs> if you're telling me there is a Yakuza leader who, who is trying to sell nuclear material to Iran, yeah, mm -hmm. that's exactly who I have in my mind, actually. Wow. That's wild. That's the kind of stuff you're like, that's only in movies. You know, somebody's got to save the world before someone gets a hold of these nukes. Oh, that's real right there. Jeez. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's something, man. There's a lot to get to. Oh, the tropical resorts in Mexico. Not as safe as they used to be. Got to get to that. And then our election update. Straight ahead. triggers are everywhere from dust mites pet dander and pollen to smog and smoke an asthma attack can strike anywhere anytime be prepared with quick acting primatine mist clinically proven to open airways quickly it's the number one fda approved asthma inhaler available over the counter primatine mist breathe easy again use as directed Opportunity. It's what Michigan is all about. The opportunity to do more. The opportunity to connect with the best talent. The opportunity for people of all backgrounds to grow and expand their business. The opportunity to live and work in a state where paychecks go farther. The opportunity is now, and it's right here in Michigan. Visit michiganbusiness.org slash radio to discover all the ways the Michigan Economic Development Corporation is helping Michigan thrive. Getting life insurance can be overwhelming. There are so many options out there. Plus, let's face it, the reason you need to get life insurance isn't exactly fun to talk about. Yeah, but it's important, and Policy Genius can help. Getting life insurance today means you'll have peace of mind so that if something were to happen to you, your family can cover expenses while getting back on their feet. Policy Genius's technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. Even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job. 
With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. They work for you, not the insurance companies. Save time, save money, and provide your family with a financial safety net by using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you can save. That's policygenius.com. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. It's that time for our update. It's the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins 2024. Are you running? Are you not running? No BS update. Everything you need to know without all the crap. I'm not doing no research. All right, for our update today, David. Well, what do you got? I, I mean, we got the South Carolina primary, the GOP primary uh, happening tomorrow. And for some reason, Nikki Haley is saying she's not going to drop out if and when she loses. She's saying that her entire strategy is to try to demonstrate to Super Tuesday voters that she has a viable campaign, which makes no sense. I mean, you you got to think she's she's either waiting for him to be like have some sort of health issue or mm-hmm. to be arrested and jailed because that's the only reason why you stay yeah. in. I mean, it, no, you're right. The The smarter reason, and, and well, I guess the, the smarter thing to do, which is what I think DeSantis did, was saying, hey, we're going to suspend the campaign, and then, hey, if something happens to Trump, we'll jump back in. I mean, that's one of the reasons why they never really cancel a campaign. They suspend it. There's fundraising uh, reasons for that as well. Um but, but, you know, Nikki Haley can say, hey, I've been in it the whole time if something were to happen to Donald Trump. But there's a whole lot of Republican voters that don't want Nikki Haley. I mean, if, yeah. if that were to happen and DeSantis said, okay, I'm back in, yeah. I'm guessing he would get more votes. I'm guessing. On what would be left yeah. at that point. But nobody's gonna, nobody who supports Donald Trump is going to support Nikki Haley. Trump was talking about Nikki Haley, that town hall the other night. She's down by 30, 35 points, and everybody knows her. You're not supposed to lose your home state. Shouldn't happen anyway, and she's losing it. Why do you think she's staying in the race? Um, I don't think she knows how to get out, actually. Uh, I really don't. She did terribly in New Hampshire. She got mo- the only vote she but got she was from Democrats. she has a lot of Democrats. money behind her. What do they think they're Well, they're out? trying to hurt me because of the general election. So the Democrats are giving her money and she's playing into the game. And I think she just can't get, she just can't get herself to get out. I mean, you stay in. Your name is out there. I mean, think of it this way. Scott, you're looking at different, you know, legacy media to see what they're covering. So do you, David. I mean, her name is still all over the place, especially yeah. since DeSantis dropped out. They love her because she says crappy things about Trump. Absolutely. Yeah, they love her. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a big thing. One of the things that's always in the back of my mind with the election is the mail-in ballots and what is being done in different states to make sure there's no corruption like last time. Yeah, that's right. Election denier right here. <laughs> well, and again, because if you say, hey, there, there was a lot of fraudulent stuff going on in that last election. The truth is, you could say that about any election. 
but you can't say it anymore or you're yeah. an election denier. Right. Okay. And we've talked about this before. What are the different states doing? And you can, you know, read specific stories. But as I was looking, you know, at some different news things, USA Today, of all places, had this piece the other day. Trump keeps lying about 2020 mail-in ballots. And the whole piece is about how, listen, there, there's nothing wrong with mail-in ballots. You know, it was great. Voters used them in historic numbers in 2020 amid the COVID-19 pandemic, mm -hmm. despite Trump railing falsely before that election that the process was somehow corrupt. People had talked about it for years. You want to stay away from it because it's ripe yeah. for corruption. So that's something I know Republicans in different states are looking at to say, okay, how can we make sure that this election actually is fair well, in why, 2024? Why are you this for voter is, suppression? This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. All right. Biggest story today, David. Uh, biggest story of the day is another mass release of uh, illegal immigrants, uh, this time in San Diego. This has been happening uh, fairly frequently because of the focus on Texas. This hasn't been a big story for the last three years or so, but it's been happening every month. Mass release of illegal immigrants and they're going wherever the heck they want to go because they can. Yes. Because Biden's like that. Yeah, no problem. And we're paying for it. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, the, I mean, the good news is that the actions taken by the state of Texas have apparently been kind of working to funnel more people up uh, to towards, you know, Arizona than New Mexico and, and California, ultimately. You'll get an update on that. And tropical resorts in Mexico, straight ahead. for being here. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer, the millennial David Van Camp, the boomer, the sexy boomer, Scott Robbins. Um, let's get to your news update, David, before we get to the story about the tropical resorts in Mexico. Well, you mentioned this story a couple of days ago where in the state of Texas, Denton Independent School District had a couple of district officials using district resources to send out uh, a voter guide to all teachers and staff saying, hey, look, Here's how you vote in the Republican primary. They were trying to rig the Republican primary against school choice advocates. They said, hey, look, you know, if you, <laughs> you know, you, if you vote for these people, you're not getting a raise. Tell you that much right now. Now, that's that's illegal by the letter of the law. That's illegal. You cannot use district resources for political purposes like that. And um, and so the attorney general of Texas, Ken Paxton, has filed a lawsuit against DISD to try to get them to, well, cut it out. You can't do that. So then the question is, what about the Denton County prosecutor? Is he going to go after them as well criminally for this? It just seems people are more brazen than ever about stuff like this. Yeah. It's like... Maybe in the shadows somewhere, keep it on the down low. It's just out in front with so many different things anymore. That's just another example of it. Found this interesting. 
if you've ever gone to one of the tropical resorts in Mexico, and you maybe have heard over the years, well, that's that's a no-go zone for the cartels. Because as far as tourism business in Mexico, that is major. Well, and the government knows it, and the message has been sent, you stay away from the resorts. Yeah, the cartels are like the mafia. There were just certain things you didn't mess with. Not anymore. There was a rule of thumb that went with it, right? Not anymore. Jeez. Oh, I had heard this at different warnings at different times, yeah. and then uh, Fox had a story on it uh, from Fox News Digital. It said, white sand beaches of Caribbean resort areas popular with American tourists are no longer off limits for violent Mexican drug cartels. Good to know. This is from private investigator Jay Arms III. And it's four different drug cartels. They're all fighting over, you know, the different areas. Indiscriminately killed to a certain dominance over an 80-mile stretch of resorts, basically from Cancun to south of Playa del Carmen, if you know that area. It's beautiful. Love it there. Um, but I haven't been in years, like no. over 10 years. One of the last times I was there, you were there, Scott, and you had a beret stolen off your head from a young kid. Well, he just grabbed you. it right off your head and ran. We were in line to go into a club. Yeah. And I'm standing there, and all of a sudden I think, who took, I thought one of the knuckleheads behind me took my hat <laughs> off. <laughs> I look around, I see this kid sprinting down the street, and I chased him for a little while. <laughs> And he turned down an alley. There's another guy there. And I was like, okay, that's fine. He can have my freaking beret. I don't care. It was nuts. Now they shoot you in the head and take your beret and your head. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's so much that. And to be fair, you know, it's weird how different people have memories. I remember you chasing him for 10 feet and knowing there's no way you were going to catch him. Well, no, I mean, he ducked down away, ducked down like some weird slanted street or something. There was other guy there. I don't know. I, that's it. I'm done. I didn't have to go that far. I was probably drunk anyway. I couldn't help but laugh. I'm sorry, man. Well, it was, At the it, moment, yeah. In the moment, I was just like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that just happened. That's crazy. My new Kanga. And you were like, son of a, gosh yeah. dang it. I know. Gone. Yeah, but it's a little more serious now. Um, over the last two weeks, according to the story, cartel members dismembered rival gang members with machetes. Golly, man. In Cancun. Oh, yeah. Chopping body parts crazy. A California woman was killed in the crossfire near a beach in Tulum. And a New York dude was abducted and left in a secluded jungle with his eyes taped shut. How about that? Yeah. I read that. I saw a picture. Yeah, jeez. And as the story goes, and that's just what hits the national news. I had a person, you know, Close to our family, just get back. Now, that was Cosmel. That's different. That's a little ways out. Um, I know a lot of people that, you know, still go. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, even despite warnings, everything else. Um, but but Arms, the guy that was quoted in the story, said, it's all horrifying to us, but to people in Mexico, it's just a Tuesday. This happens all the time all over the country. But now it's happening in areas that used to be off limits. And then talks about the code that the cartel used to have but don't have anymore. You know, in the old days, you weren't allowed to target women or children. You weren't allowed to encroach on another cartel's territory. And the resorts were off limits. The cartels wanted to fly under the radar as much as they could, but now they want to show dominance. And you're like, okay, so what changed? And I, heck, I don't know exactly what it is, but I thought this was interesting. One of the quotes in the story said, with all these young kids coming up through the cartel ranks, there's no respect for anything. It's become a free-for-all. 
So you got young guys coming up trying to prove their worth, and they don't follow the old rules. No. What used to be, at least in the mob, if you did that, you didn't last very long. Yeah. You it? got four main cartels. One of them is El Chapo's old cartel. And then there's the Gulf cartel. Is it the Jalisco New Generation cartel? Jalisco, yeah. Jalisco. And the Grupo Regional, a smaller cartel created by Forma Zetas. Uh, they're the brutally violent cartel enforcers. Whoo, boy. Yeah. Well, that was... I remember hearing an interview that you brought to the table, Jamie, uh, maybe a year or two ago. It was from Joe Rogan's podcast where he was... guy was warning about it, saying, look, right now, you've got a lot of young guys trying to prove their worth. Oh, that's right. The old rule used to be you don't, you don't really harass too many, you know, villagers and certainly not, you know... Uh, uh, tourist areas because you don't quote crap where you eat right, right. you know you you want to you know of course they're brutal and ruthless it's not like these gang leaders were angels of course not but you mm -hmm. did need some level of of support from the local community and that means not just killing people willy-nilly right but when you've got this turf war that's been brewing for several years suddenly coming to a head you know those rules don't really apply anymore because dominance is more important Absolutely. Wow. Well, I remember them telling us when we were there the last time that, you know, you stay in the resort, you're, you're fine. Yeah. And you were. You felt safe. But you get outside the resort, well, you may have some problems. Right. And yeah, that, that, that was like 25 years ago. Exactly. You know, and sort of the same 10 to 15. But, yeah, I think now it's... it's like if you leave your room, you may be in trouble. <laughs> Jeez. I don't know if it's so much that, but, man, oh, man. Um on a lighter note, did you hear this story? I want to know if your brain is going to go to the same place mine did. This woman in St. Pete in Florida uh, was dropping her kid off at daycare the other morning. Mm -hmm. And she briefly left the driver's side door open. She's getting out. Out of nowhere, three German shepherds run right into her car. Whoa. And would not get out. Dang. She's trying to get these dogs out. Like, come on. No, not having it. The three German Shepherds are staying in the car. Lady said they were holding the car hostage. Yeah, Biden's dog picked up a third. Yeah. <laughs> See? That's exactly. I'm like, exactly. are these Biden's dogs? Yeah. Anyway, uh, said, called the cops. They show up. They struggle to get the dogs out. There's a post on social media. They said, uh, some dogs will just do anything for a car ride. <laughs> I've done some dogs, man. They will hop in anybody's well, they car. Pass nicely. Maybe she would have taken so, them. So you know how they ended up getting the dogs out of there? Fish sticks. <laughs> Come well, on. Yeah. Can't say no to that crispy, crunchy goodness. Yeah. So they did get a ride, they said, to the local animal urgent care, where they were watched until the owner was located. Golly. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, no. They couldn't locate the owner. They had to put him down. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. No, they didn't. They're fine. Gosh dang it. Why do you do that? <laughs> just to see if you'll fall for it. I was it. feeling bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Is that mean or funny, David? I I just can't believe it keeps falling for it. I know. Well, it was so convincing. What was it yesterday I had you falling for? You it was something. something. I don't know what it was. It was pretty funny. Um, you know what we'll get to coming up in a few? Um... Did you hear about the latest Pew Research that talked about race and LGBTQ issues in K-12 through schools? So it's not only 
what parents think, but what do the teachers think mm. should be taught boy. or shouldn't be taught? Why do you why do you say boy? Well, because I fear that the teachers are ones driving the narrative. Perhaps I'm wrong. I hope I am. You mean saying that the kids should be taught this yes. or yes. shot or taught that? Right. Well, I suppose that's possible. It, most people agree when you're talking about a biological male playing against females in sports, you'll still see most people pretty consistent in the polling on that. Now, whether, you know, gender and all that stuff should be taught in school is a different thing. But it does seem like we've reached another level this week after the video of the basketball game oh, in the East Coast that came out where this six-foot, you know, white biological male like hurts three females in this game and they had to forfeit. Right. And you both have said yeah, the women have to just get together and say, we're not playing anymore. Yeah. I happen to see Officer Tatum, Brandon Tatum, talking about this online. And, you know, he had the different take, like, where where are the dads at? Or the uncles, the brothers, somebody. Yeah. yeah. Wh- where are they at in all of this? It's- okay, go back to the very beginning. If we can. This is pretty good. Parents should say, we're not playing against somebody with a dude on their team. It's unfair. We got a record of three girls getting hurt already. It's just, we're not going to play this game. And, and parents, where the father's at? My God. Bro, my <laughs> bro, brother. Brother-in-law. If my daughter was out there playing and a dude was on a field, like, what? Like, I could not sit in the audience and be like, well, you know what? This person identified. I'd be out there on a, you know what? Fa- <laughs> I was just yeah. out there for a second. This is what you said the other day, you, right. David. I, if that was my daughter. I don't know what I'd do. Yeah, for me, well... Uh, <laughs> I, I thought it through, and I'm like, okay, what, what would I do? I mean, one, my daughter's not playing. If, if I'm watching this dude who stands head and shoulders above every other girl right. just trucking girls on the court like that, uh-uh. No, I'm not letting her play. And I know she'll pro- she'd probably be mad at me. There'd be right. probably a big blow-up. But, no, th- you got to take a stand. And then I thought it, like, I probably wouldn't have to do anything because my, my wife would be out on that court so fast, <laughs> like during the national anthem. She'd be she, she would just be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to any veterans in the crowd, especially. I don't mean to disrespect the national anthem, but this is some bull. Yeah. And start slapping. Yeah. Just boat. See, then DCFS would probably come out of the crowd and take your kid away from you. Depending on the state you right, live in. Exactly. Yeah. Here's more from Tatum. Fast and in a hurry. I'm a, I'm on the court. Hey, 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 heck no. Nah. My daughter ain't playing with no dudes on the, on the thing. Because look at it. How is that even fair? I can't. The fathers, man, where y'all at, bro? What y'all doing? Y'all let it, let them do it in, in, in track, swimming, basketball, and y'all just standing idly by. What, who you, what you afraid of? Somebody being mad at you? Well, if all of y'all stand up, they can't, they can't come after everybody. Okay, that'd be the news. <laughs> yep. Yeah. If everybody stood up and said, no, we're not doing this, it would stop. And that, that would certainly help. You know, it's it's tough with a high school girl putting the pressure all on them for all those girls to say, we're not going to play. Right. Should be somebody standing up for them. All right, we'll get to the polling on the race and LGBTQ issues in K-12 through schools. And much more coming up.
Getting life insurance can be overwhelming. There are so many options out there. Plus, let's face it, the reason you need to get life insurance isn't exactly fun to talk about. Yeah, but it's important, and Policy Genius can help. Getting life insurance today means you'll have peace of mind so that if something were to happen to you, your family can cover expenses while getting back on their feet. Policy Genius's technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. Even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. They work for you, not the insurance companies. Save time, save money, and provide your family with a financial safety net by using Policy Genius. Head to PolicyGenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you can save. That's PolicyGenius.com. Hey. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try soon. Harry's is available online and in-store at a retailer near you. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash dance. That's harrys.com slash dance. Or check us out at your local Costco for a price you can't find anywhere else. Just look for the Chrome Razor with 13-blade refills at your local Costco. You can't miss it. Exclusive to Costco members. Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. A lot of uncertainty out there, David. Yeah, there certainly is. You never know when the lights are going to go out, when your cell phone isn't going to work anymore. (laughs) You know, just troubling times. Let's just say that. Uh, And you may be thinking, how will this affect your savings and investments? Well, well, good news is it's not too late to diversify. Take that old IRA and uh, Dump it in the and 401k and put it into gold. Birch Gold Group can help you out. As opposed to other investments, gold thrives in times of uncertainty, and it's an important part of diversifying your savings. A nice hedge against inflation as well. Uh, Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. Will not cost you a penny out of pocket. Very simple. Just text MVCR to 989898. For a free information kit. They've got an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers. Yeah, let them show you how easy it is to protect your finances through precious metals. Text Birch Gold Group uh, MVCR to 989898 for a free info kit. That's MVCR to 989898 and get started. New from Pew Research, race and LGBTQ issues in K-12 schools. Um... It's interesting because you're talking to students, you're talking to the public, you're talking to teachers. 71% of teachers say teachers themselves don't have enough influence over what's taught in public schools in their area. Sometimes like we're hamstrung at even what we can teach. And then they're talking about, okay, when it comes to gender identity, what do you think? Should this be taught in school? Half 
of the public K through 12 teachers say students should should not learn about this in school. Does that surprise you? Yeah, it surprised me. Half of them think it's okay. Yeah, I, I'm kind of going the other direction, like thinking that that number is much lower than I thought it was going to be, based on conversations I've had with teachers I know. Yeah, the teachers you know tend to be sane, correct? Uh, yeah. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but <laughs> they, they <laughs> definitely think that, no, it's not cool to talk to little right. Timmy about his privates. Yes, and it's a higher percentage when you're talking about elementary school. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there is a smaller share, 14%, said students um, should learn that what, you know, whether someone's a boy or girl is determined by their sex at birth. There's only 14% that say teach that. A lot say it, none of it should be taught. Should be left up to the parent, and then they get into issues of race, and it turns out sixty percent um, say yes. We should be teaching about that and how slavery still affects blacks today. It's a much smaller number that say no, it doesn't affect blacks today. You know, okay, I think it's good to teach about slavery, but when you're talking about how it affects people today, well, are you going to teach about other things? How it affects people today mm -hmm. because if you're middle class born into a two-parent household and you're black are you better off than a single parent white that's poor well studies would say absolutely but that's not the focus so often i mean this is a longer conversation we got to get ready for the friday five this is coming up fast this is going to take some explaining david yeah it is well in honor of future farmers of america week Thought, why not celebrate Midwest bands? Yes, think about that. Midwest bands of the rock variety. You want to get in early, it's 1-888-485-MVCR, and we'll kick it off next. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. It's Friday. It feels good. That means the Friday Five, our countdown, starts like this. The countdown is on. You know what this means? It's our favorite time of the week. Everybody wants to get mellow. You can get the f*** out of here, all right? The Friday Five. It will test your head and your mind and your brain. On the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right. The number one, 888-485-MBCR. Today for the Friday Five. Something we've never done before. The greatest rock bands from the Midwest. Yeah. Or solo artist. Um, and David, there's a reason we're doing this. Yeah, Future Farmers of America's Week. Uh, America Week here or there. Just Joe Biden did a little bit again. Um, <laughs> so just want give to a, give a shout out to the farmers in America's heartland. I thought that was really cool. We were talking about that yesterday. I'm like, yeah, let's do that. And then we had to figure out yeah, right, what exactly. states now it gets, constitute the it gets, Midwest gets because dicey. Yeah. people argue about that all, all the, the time. time. Yep. You have the states we have in mind. We don't have to go through every state. Um, but, you know, this is really cool, except 
the guy that didn't grow up in the Midwest butchered it because there are a few bands left off and number five shouldn't be there. Outside of that. Um, I think number five should be there. Gosh dang, this is at least it's not me getting beat up this time. Sorry. Wow. What? Beat up? It's just a debate. It's just mm-hmm. fun. It's oh. all for fun. Yeah. So again, Come on, man. Yeah, rock bands. And the other caveat there uh, that I want to mention again, rock bands. And also, uh, they have to have been in the Midwest when they got big. So, like Axl Rose from Indiana, right? Didn't get big until you know Guns N' Roses formed out in L.A. So, yes. they that wouldn't count as a Midwest band. Correct. All right, we ready? I think so. Who's first? Uh, let's start off with John in Connecticut. Hey, John. Hey, hello, gentlemen. I'm just another live vomiting Putin stooge here in deep blue Canada. <laughs> there you go. There You're in good company, John. Yep. Uh, lots of lots of us just they just don't live here. So when I lived in Chicago, there were these Wisconsin tourism bumper stickers that all said "Escape to Wisconsin," and I remember laughing my head off when I saw a bumper sticker that said in the same in the same font and color, "Escape from Rockford." So, my band should no longer be a surprise. We miss you, Bunny Carlos. Cheap trick. Well played. They should have been in the five. I lived in Rocky for a while. You visited me in Rockford, I did. Scott Robbins. Wild because you'd run into Rick Nielsen at the Logley supermarket there. Yeah. Man, test the time on Cheap Trick is really good. They were huge yeah. during the Budokan era that run from 77 to 80. Yes, very deserving. <laughs> I just don't think five should be there yeah. instead of That's Cheap fine. Trick. Do you, would you agree with that, Scott? I would. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to have this debate when somebody I'll, gets five. I'll take the kick on it. That's fine. I, I stand by my picks, though. I don't know if anybody's going to pick five. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Mm-hmm. All right, who's next? Uh, let's talk to Woody in Vancouver. Hey, Woody. Hey, guys. Love your show. Today my artist is the Big Daddy Fat Texas Cracker himself. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. I think I got the wrong guy. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, my artist, Prince. Yes. We were going over this yesterday. Because there are other artists that would not be considered rock. Yeah. Like more R&B, funk, that sort of stuff. So my argument was, if you think of the height of Prince, it's the Purple Rain era, right? Let's go crazy. When doves cry. This song, guitar heavy, I would say. You could say that's rock. Did you I don't play know. it at rock radio? Rock Radio did play Prince. Some rock radio, not a lot, but some did. I don't remember hearing it on rock radio. Oh, a station that would have been around where you grew up played it. Really? Yes. Okay. I'll be darned. I yeah. did not know that. Played Michael Jackson, too, because it had Eddie Van Halen. Well, on that I remember. <laughs> that was two years before that one, though. No. All right. Who's next? So, yeah, with Prince, it was like, well, you're going to be an honorable mention, but eh, I don't know if he really makes the rock cut necessarily. I love him, too. I'm yeah. a huge fan. If you would have seen him live, I it would be hard to say he was not a rock artist. That yeah. was one of the best guitar performances uh, I, I've I ever 100% seen. 100% agree with unreal. you. Unreal. 100% agree with you. It just didn't quite get to my five. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's go to Ron in Salem. Hey, Ron. Good morning, fellas. Uh, 
and uh, greetings from Salem, uh, a la the Columbia River Gorge. A couple of things real quick. Yeah. Um, as far as Markley's uh, taste in bumper music, thank you for bringing back Lunatic Fringe. That is one of the greatest slide solos I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and, and, and thank you guys for keeping it real and making, and making me think that I'm not the crazy one out here in Oregon. Oh, I appreciate you, bro. Thank you. Thanks for the kind words, man. Welcome. So I'm thinking Kid uh, Rock. Oh, heck yeah, dude. Number two. <laughs> okay. So at his height, a nine oh, yeah. out of ten? At least, man. I put him at a ten. Double it out and of cause. I mean, that. Test of time. He just said in an interview with Rogan, half the country hates me and half the country loves me. Yeah, pretty That's much. That's just the way it is yeah. now. And, which is, you know, pretty much true. But, I mean, he goes out on the road. People go see Kid Rock. Yeah. No, and it's a fun show. I mean, it, and it's amazing the longevity of this guy. He's been around a long time. Yeah, it's well over 25 years. I remember you and I were working together at a rock station, and we played Bob with the Ba a lot. <laughs> Not on the air, but we played it. Ended up playing it. Yeah. And then there was Cowboy and then everything else. God dang. And then he got played at Country. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The song with Sheryl Crow. Yeah, picture. Was huge. Yeah. Yeah. And then, well, he sings the White National Anthem all summer long. (laughs) Is that what that is now? (laughs) That's what I call it. I hadn't heard. (laughs) (laughs) All right, who's next? (laughs) Let's talk to uh, John in Illinois. Hey, John. Hey, how's it going today, guys? Great, John. John. Thanks for checking in, man. What you thinking? Happy, happy Friday. How about some uh, guys from Champaign, uh, Illinois? Uh, REO Speedwagon. Yes. Oh, yeah. Number three. Time for me to fly. What's your two favorite REO Speedwagon songs, Scott? Roll with the changes would definitely be number one. Golly, um, that's a test of timer. Probably Summer Love, which I like a lot. Wow. Yeah. Not 157 Riverside Avenue or Riding the Storm Out. Uh, I kind of got burned out. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I, I, Come on. I had enough. No one plays like Gary does. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, we could go on for hours the and hours. The singing man. of Kevin Cronin. So much fun <laughs> on that live record. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, greatest rock bands from the Midwest. We got number two. We got number three. Still looking for one, four, and five. Who's next, David? Um, is this Alice? Yes. Hey, Hi, Alice. Alice. Hi, Alice. Good morning. Hello, Alice. Living next door to yes. Alice. Yep. What you thinking today for a Midwest rock band? Uh, John Mellencamp. Oh, yeah, Johnny Mellencamp. Seymour, Indiana. Yes. Okay, this is kind of crazy. How is John Mellencamp not in the top five? I think he was in my top five. Was he? Yeah, yeah he was. I'm, I'm tired of the act. I you like know. a lot of those songs, but man, especially after the Kansas City Super Bowl shooting where he goes out there and he starts ranting about how a bunch of kids got killed and all this and advocated for gun control, then the embarrassing moment with Bill Maher from a few months ago where he was saying, yeah, black people are worse off now than they were before the civil rights movement. What? Yeah. 
it's tough, man, because I love a lot of those songs. And all of a sudden, you're like, I, I just don't, I don't care to hear it. So it was like my personal like kept it out of the five. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, what a run. I mean, test of yeah. time. I mean, height of his popularity. Yeah. You know, huge. But, yeah, sometimes that can get spoiled. I mean, the Lonesome Jubilee album is still one of my top ten favorite all-time albums, cut for cut. I mean, it's just not a bad song on that record. Well, I think sometimes, like, a, a lot of bands or musicians that you've liked over time, if you're to think, well, politically, no, I don't see the same as them. I don't care. Right. I like these songs. Yeah. But when someone's out there and saying really dumb things, it kind of spoils it. Yeah. Well, in his case, At least yeah. for me. Yeah. So that's why I wasn't in But I like him because he's got a high head, too. <laughs> You're talking about that the receding hairline thing. But his head grows, I think, straight up. <laughs> oh, you think yours does, too? Like a stove pipe <laughs> or something, you know? Just straight up. Okay, this would be a good time to to take a short break. You can wear a beanie on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> I did, he, at least he still has a head of hair. Well, kind of. It's Got that. I take it. Very odd, but yes. yes. All right. It's the greatest rock bands from the Midwest. Again, the number's 1-888-485-MVCR. Looking for number one, number four, and five. Straight ahead. If you're interested in daily fantasy sports, but maybe a little confused about how it all works, Prize Picks is the way to get started. You're just playing against the numbers. No tinkering with lineups or keeping track of a bunch of players. And you're not playing against sharks. You pick more or less on a two to six player stat projection. You can now win up to a hundred times your money with as little as four correct picks. You can turn ten dollars into a thousand. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players, sports, and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app basketball hockey soccer tennis etc price picks has a game for you price picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured yeah they're the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy it's easy to download the app today and use code mbcr for a first deposit match of up to 100 bucks that's code mbcr on price picks for a deposit match up to 100 bucks pick more pick less it's that easy Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Mirror bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere. From dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke, an asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Got a news update to get to in the Robbins trifecta. First, we got to finish the Friday Five. It's the greatest bands of all time from the Midwest. Or musical artists. That's number two right there, Kid Rock. 
Number three is REO Speedwagon. We're still looking for number one, number four, and number five. We've had great honorable mentions, too. Cheap Trick, John Mellencamp, Prince. Again, the number is 1-888-485-MVCR. Who's next, David? Uh, let's talk to Paul in Washington. Hey, Paul. Hey, guys. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Paul. What you thinking today? Uh, I uh, saw these guys when I was in high school over at the old Bradley Fieldhouse. Wow. And I thought they were pretty awesome. Uh, the band Chicago. Yeah. Does everybody really know what time it is? Feel free to sing along, Scotty. I think it's safe to say it's one of those bands where you, they come up in conversation, and if you start playing all these songs, people will be like, I forget how many songs they have. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's a ton. I just saw them about three years ago, I guess. I heard they were great. They're really good, yeah. They only got one, one original guy left. Well, I shouldn't say that. The horn section is still intact, I think. For the most part, disregarding the horn section. Well, yeah, it didn't. It didn't play a big part in the latter okay. part of the Chicago years. Yes, but All yeah, right. there was some great stuff there, man. No doubt. All right, who's next, David? Let's talk to Eric in Michigan. Hey, Eric. Hey, how you guys doing? Doing great, Eric. What you got from Michigan Love today? The Love the show. It gets me through the afternoon. Um, I'm going to say the other great American badass, Ted Nugent. Yes. It's like, okay, he's coming from Michigan. Sweaty Teddy. We got to have Nugent in there. I thought he could go yes. one or two ways. Oh, man, we should block party weekend it. Go Great White Buffalo and Wang Dang. I went free for all in there, too. How many times have you seen Ted Nugent live in concert? Uh, a couple. So I'm with Damn Yankees. Does that count? Oh, yeah. I think it has to be 10. Has to be. Like again and again and again. Yeah. One of the all-time greats was opening for Aerosmith in 86. That was a lot of fun. Anyway, on with the countdown. Yeah. <laughs> Aerosmith was falling off the stage. They were terrible. Yeah. They were terrible. Uh, that was before they cleaned up. Let's talk to Johnny in Salem. Hey, Johnny. Oh, happy Friday, brothers. <laughs> happy Friday. Great to hey, hear from you, Johnny. Oh, man, good. yeah, good to talk to you guys. You know, I'm just uh, here in Salina, Kansas, hanging out at the Double Ball Ranch, uh, the Double Ball Farmhouse here at the Bleach Penis Ranch. You know, I'm uh, getting some lunch, hunting some mushrooms. You know, you guys ever stop by here, you really need to come by and get grab, grab a bite to eat, but uh, be careful because the steaks are always kind of musky and the tips are always chewy. But anyway, you know, um, I'm, I'm going to pick a band. I'm going to pick a band from a state that I'm legally not allowed to be in anymore. Because okay. I'm always feeling a bit psychosocial. So I'm going to go with Slipknot. How about that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hope. Just kidding here. Johnny, man. Yeah. Still see a lot of Slipknot t shirts around the country. <laughs> when you do that, that's the best, Scotty. That is the best. Thank you. All right, who's next? Let's talk to Matt in Portland. Hey, Matt. Hey, how's it going? Great, Good, Matt. Matt. What you thinking for a so Midwest the, uh, band? Midwest band. Uh, this one, uh, I didn't know this, but they would uh, teach us how to express appreciation to our AI overlords. 
Domi Origato, Mr. Roboto, <laughs> Six. Six, yeah. Yes. Number four. I was looking up yesterday how many albums in the United States. Bands like Sticks and Cheap Trick and Ario sold. It's a lot. And number one is a whole lot we just haven't gotten to yet. Heck of a run, and they're still doing well. Oh, yeah. Feel a lot of people still go see Sticks Live. All right, David, who's up next? Let's talk to Kevin in Illinois. Hey, Kevin. Hey, how's it going, guys? Happy Friday. Happy, Happy Friday, Friday Kevin. Kevin. Thanks for checking in, man. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Jack White and White Stripes today. Oh. Number five. And that ain't what you want. Thanks, There's Kevin. your number five. Controversial number five. Never as big as the bands just mentioned. Test of Time's not there. Had to be personal like, David. Oh, it was. Well, they, I don't know. The Test of Time on, on this song is huge. Oh, yes. What other ones? The remix version of this one. <laughs> so that's you know two, right? I think I might be the only person here that saw Jack White live in concert. Yeah. No, well, I, I saw him with the Tours. Okay. Fun live. Yeah, I, saw I, I saw him with Def Leppard. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. But <laughs> you were <laughs> wasted. <laughs> yes, I was. All right, we just got to get to number one. Yeah, I, I think, guess. Uh, let's talk to Don in, in, Don in Michigan. Hey, Don. Hey. Hey, Don. Come on, man. Hi. How Bring it. Going? Good. All right. I, I can't believe nobody's got Uncle Bob in the Silver Bullet Band. Well, yeah. There you go. Number one. Working on a night moon. Just as we're running out of time, he saves it from Michigan, baby. Test of time, height of his powers, yeah. and 50 million records sold. Still, it could sell out arenas. Great number one. This is the Mark Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay, we may have to extend this thing to an hour. <laughs> we might. It's just too short, man. Yeah. It's too short. All right, David, what's the biggest story today? Uh, biggest story of the day is another mass release of migrants uh, in Southern California and San Diego. Um, I mean, hundreds of people from all over the world being handed bus tickets, and they're going wherever the hell they want because Uncle Joe doesn't care. Oh, no, he's the only one trying to do something about the border. I know that because Legacy Media told me that, David. I, I, I got some new polling that might put a little spring in your step that would oh. demonstrate that the line they're giving ain't selling. No. Okay. Well, we will get to that. And the Scott Robbins trifecta straight ahead, right? Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Get to the trifecta from Robbins in just a few news update. David Van Camp. Well, you know, we've been talking about how Democrats are trying to flip around the conversation on the border crisis. Oh, as yeah. it continues to get worse and worse and more cities are being affected by it and not for the better. Um, and 
so Democrats and their allies in the liberal media have had a notable shift that said, well, now that this bipartisan border security bill Unreal. got uh, didn't even get a vote in the Senate, that means Republicans are to blame for the border crisis. Well, new polling from Gallup shows that that line is not working. There are enough people who are who at least have a few brain cells left to realize this is a big fat lie because yep. they knew it was starting and happening before this bipartisan border security deal uh, right. was even proposed. Uh, the change between August and February of 2024, so August last year to this month, Democrats approval of how joe biden has handled immigration Mm -hmm. has gone down seven points because it came to a lot of those cities at least in part i'm guessing yeah independence went down three from 27 to 24 republicans they didn't have really much (laughs) a whole lot of areas to go they went from nine to three so three percent of republicans think everything's good which is at this point uh, 3% is basically a rounding error. Yeah, you could say that. Wow. Yeah, it's not working. Now, they'll continue to pound that message. Oh, sure. It's, you know, they're desperate. But again, it's the independence in the end. At least that's the way my brain thinks as far as the election goes. Yeah. And as far as that issue, I don't think you're going to fool those people. Well, people live in reality. They you pay hope. bills. They go places. They they do things. Yes. They know that's a lie. They know it. You hope. You can spin it any way you want to. But this whole it's interesting, man, because as you have the Democratic Party saying what they're saying and, you know, media doing what they're doing, we're seeing it today from Bill Malusian from Fox. Yeah. That you have I just letting illegals out bus to the airport to go wherever they want. And the American taxpayer is paying for it. Yeah. It's just absolute insanity. All right. You ready for your big three, Scott? Yeah. Here we go. Are you ready? It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, the Scott Robbins trifecta, helped by his hero. I'm Casey Kasem. All right, we got uh, spring training games on TV this weekend. Casey, got the pizzas. Got... Believe me, I didn't want to go. Well, I didn't <laughs> ask you yet. Do you want to go? Do you want to come over? I'm ready. Yeah. Three. Number three, all I got from you was, is that legal? And now I'm intrigued. Well, this is from Libs of TikTok today. In Microsoft's official 2023 diversity and inclusion report, they openly admit they are paying white people less than other ethnic groups in the name of pay equity. It is admitted. Libs of TikTok got a hold of it. Hmm. I don't know why this is difficult, but perhaps it is. How about just pay everyone, regardless of gender or color, for the same job the same way? That would be fair and equitable, wouldn't it? It always has been. Paying one ethnicity more than the other because of their ethnicity seems like racism. <laughs> also applies to ethnicity. <laughs> what did I say? Ethnicity. Did I say that? Yeah. Thanks for pointing it out. I appreciate it. <laughs> Now, on with the countdown. Scott Robbins, trifecta, the top three of the day, up to number two. Number two. Uh, Kevin O'Leary uh, breaks the shark tank, right? 
Yeah, yeah. He he breaks down what the Trump ruling out of New York uh, really means. Yeah, he's Mr. Wonderful on Shark Tank. I watch it all the time. I'm a big Shark Tank fan. But he was on CNN with anchor Laura Coates. And they were talking about this when pressed on whether investors and developers would actually reconsider doing business in New York. After the damages against Trump, O'Leary disputed her framing of the issue. She said, wouldn't there be many companies who would not want to do business or loan money to people like yourself or investors if they know that they can get away with fraud and there's no recourse to protect them? O'Leary responded, excuse me, what fraud? This is where it gets interesting. What you get is a developer that builds a building, and he says it's worth $400 million. He wants to borrow $200 million from the bank, which happens every day, everywhere on earth, including in every single American city. Every developer wants to be an entrepreneur. They shine the light on the building, and they say it's worth $400 million. The bank does their due diligence, as was done in this case, because they're good at this. They look at it and go, well, we think it's worth $300 million. So I'll tell you what, we're only going to loan you $150 million. They haggle back and forth. That's the process. That's how it's done every day in every city across America, always. You idiots. That's why a lot of people said you're going to have businesses leaving New York. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's like saying my car is worth $16,000. Mm-hmm. I come to you and go, well, uh, uh, to me, yeah. it's only worth twelve. Right. So I'm only going to give you twelve. Now, we can haggle in the middle somewhere if you want to. But sure. what, you, what you say something's worth doesn't mean it is worth that much. Right. And the mean, bank has to do their due diligence, and they do. It, yes. That's why Trump didn't owe anybody any money. Paid them all back. Yeah. It was a victimless crime. This is a crap. No, what, <laughs> this no, is a load, even, Not even man. a crime. Wasn't even a crime, no. No, right. it wasn't a crime. The point that's also been made is one of the reasons why not only you're trying to get favorable loan terms, because everybody tries to do that. Why? I mean, yes. if you're buying a house, why would you say, you know what? No, bank, go ahead and charge me 12% on my mortgage. Right. Nobody does that. Nobody's saying, no, 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 no I want right. to pay more in interest. But uh, the other thing is you're, you're setting that value for what you think it's going to be worth years down the road. So it's speculation because nobody buys a building and then immediately turns around and sells it. No. Well said. I mean, it's just ridiculous. You've got a guy like him going, this happens every American city, everywhere, around, every time, every single time. We'll see if they have him back on CNN. That's yeah. going to be interesting. And the countdown yeah. continues. He's done. The Scott Robbins trifecta, top three. And finally, yeah. one. Uh, the Teamsters Union donated to the RNC, huh? Yeah, they did. A bunch of money, too. Uh, Forty-five grand was the donation, according to the, uh, the FEC report. There is some confusion because they don't have the money yet, but apparently that's not a big deal. This is the way it works. And they're saying it's 45000 small potatoes compared to what they give to the Democrats, but still noteworthy. Uh, the union has supported every Democratic presidential nominee since Al Gore, but it's the first big donation to the RNC since 2004. And they're starting to, all of a sudden, they, you know, some of our members of our union aren't so happy with what's currently going on out there. I bet. And they're starting to hear their voices a little bit. I think this is a big deal. I mean, you know, again, it's small potatoes compared to what they give Democrats, but hey. Forty-five million is forty-five million. Well, all these young men that are coming sorry. into the country illegally, what jobs are they going to do? Yeah, <laughs> that's a non-union job. <laughs> you can bet on that. And there you have it, Scott Robbins trifecta. I had something else that some people find frightening, and I understand why. Um, 
This is out of Israel. Researchers have grown, quote, laboratory testicles. The hope is that they could eventually ease male infertility, which affects more than 10% of American men who are trying to conceive. Does your brain instantly go to, they're trying to get rid of dudes? <laughs> no. Or are they really trying to solve a problem? Oh, my, my, my brain instantly goes to lab-grown testes? Man, that's, that's great news for Oklahoma Senator James Lankford. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. My brain went to, it kind of brings new meaning to grow a pair. Yeah. Oh, man. I thought you were going to say something else. This is nuts. Uh, anyway, yeah, I know. Well, I got the same jokes we just recycle, right? Right. You know what I've noticed? We talked about this a couple of days ago. This did not get a whole lot of play, legacy media, unless you saw it. And that's one of the reasons I'm bringing it up. The study that we talked about the other day from Stanford that demonstrated the brains of men and women do work differently. I haven't seen it anywhere. No. Okay. That seems like with everything going on in the world and from a... A university that's respected as Stanford, especially from liberal media, that this would be this groundbreaking study that we should pay attention to because they said that it's never been proven before. Right. Please. I understand. Right. A lot of us said, really, you needed a study for that? Never been well, proven. Right. They said they demonstrated that uh, between the brains of men and women by using AI. And it was more than 90% accurate in differentiating between sexes based on hotspots shown in brain scans. <laughs> so it wasn't like you could say, well, I mean, it was just faulty paperwork. It wasn't complete. No, I mean, you're always talking about AI. Mm -hmm. Okay, and you can actually see it in the hotspots in the brain. I understand why people don't always trust AI, especially that new Google AI. Well, I, for one, am thankful about that. If women thought like men, we'd be in trouble. Uh, it, it, vice versa, too. Right, exactly. Yes, There'd absolutely. be no stop signs anywhere. Uh, and I want an update on the Google AI, David. Is it doing any pictures for you now? <clears throat> um, I did not check today, but this is the, uh, it's called Gemini. Yeah. Um, and when people were noticing that it was almost impossible to have this uh, chatbot come up with an image of white men and especially if you mention white they say well no this is uh, potentially harmful or racist or whatever but then you mentioned black one of the images that i saw was uh show show me a picture of people eating fried chicken and watermelon and it's like goofy uh, uh, genuinely offensive photos of black people eating watermelon and chicken holy smokes it was crazy to me but again the left spectrum is liberal leftist communist kkk that so you always have to keep that in mind um let me well, see you've seen some of the pictures that have been covered right. you know when people are saying draw a picture of the pope and it gives you two images and one is a black female and the other pope is black there's never been a, pla a black pope and then it was draw a picture of a viking and you had a woman in dreads oh i it was also black there yeah. was there was no white vikings it's an opera singer from Way back when they wore the Viking horns and the braids. Yeah, I did, yeah one, one of my prompts the other day, and no, I, I still can't get anything uh, image created uh, on, on Gemini right now. I just checked. Maybe other people have been able to. I'm not able to right now. Okay. But yeah, I put in, uh, uh, give me a picture of three typical men from 
Iceland. And it was two black guys and an Asian guy. <laughs> well, in Iceland? In Iceland, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's hilariously bad. Yeah. Okay. Much more to get to. Including another news update and Nimrod's in the news. Straight ahead. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try soon. Harry's is available online and in-store at a retailer near you. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash refresh. That's harrys.com slash refresh. Or check us out at your local Costco for a price you can't find anywhere else. Just look for the Chrome Razor with 13-blade refills at your local Costco. You can't miss it. Exclusive to Costco members. What does the future of mobility in Michigan sound like? It's the sound of new EV charging stations at our state parks. It's the sound of $17.5 billion in new investments to produce EVs and batteries in Michigan. And that? That's the silence of Michigan's new in-road wireless charging system. Discover all the ways MEDC is driving next-gen mobility in Michigan at michiganbusiness.org slash radio. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. I don't know if you're interested in daily fantasy sports, but maybe you're a little confused on how it all works. Prize picks is the way to get started. Yeah, yeah, you're um, you're just playing against the numbers. No tinkering with lineups or keeping track of a whole bunch of players. And hey, you're not playing against the Sharks either. You pick more or less on a two two to six player stat projection. No fun playing against the Sharks. No. Well, I remember that one time we got into a fantasy yeah. league and you yeah. had said to me, we're going to wreck this league. These guys don't know what they're doing. Yep. And we got our freaking clock cleaned. <laughs> yep. Hey, you don't have to worry about that with prize picks. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, an enormous selection of player sports and stat types are what makes prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Doesn't matter what sports you're into either, whether it's baseball, basketball, hockey, soccer, tennis, Price Picks has a game just for you. Doesn't matter what it is. Scott Robin says we are going to wreck this league. We are going to wreck it. I'm <laughs> going to tell you right now. <laughs> Price Picks also offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in even if somebody gets hurt. Now, download the app today. Use code MVCR for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. 
That's code MVCR on prize picks for a deposit match up to $100. All right. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Sorry, man. Sorry to bring up that bad memory. That was 10 years ago. It's okay. I think you said that. By the way, if you've never heard the end of the story, it was not long. The next year, I left the team with you, yep. and you kept with the team. Yep. And then you went to the hospital with your heart attacks. Yep. And when you couldn't tinker with the lineup, that's nope. when you started doing well. Yeah. Well, that's, that is true. This is all true. We've won money. <laughs> While I was at the helm, I was in a coma, but I, I was making moves mentally. Oh, my goodness. All right. I got a fantasy draft Saturday. Wow. For my other league already. All right, cool. All right, David, you got a news update? Yeah. Uh, apparently, the State of the Union is going to feature Joe Biden going after shrinkflation and blaming corporations for everything. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. Less. And, you know, it, the point has been made. You really have to think that the American people are really, really stupid to believe that. Because, wait. My grocery prices, I've seen them go up noticeably. And if you're trying to blame corporate greed, then surely those would be the only prices that were still stubbornly high, as news media likes to say. Except, no, you've still got your energy prices, home prices, interest rates. Mm -hmm. Everything else is expensive. Nothing is going down in cost or even really staying the same, really. Um, so... <laughs> It's like if, I know. if one part of that were going up and everything else was more or less the same, then you could make that argument. But it doesn't make sense to have everything going up and say, well, it's all corporate greed, you see. You can smell the desperation. All right, Nimrod's time. Let's roll it out. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dan. It's Nimrod's in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. <laughs> All right, Nimrod's in the news. We go to Canada. You know, sometimes when you want to talk to the manager and you're dealing with cops, it's not a great idea. This 42-year-old guy was arrested when someone called the police to say he was causing a disturbance at a restaurant. He was all drunk, refused to leave. Cops wrote him up. They drove him home. But the dude is still fuming. So then he drove himself to the police station and demanded to talk with the supervisor about his arrest. Oh, gosh. And he showed the same signs of impairment, so they made him take a breathalyzer. Ah, he failed. Idiot. They arrested him again. Yeah. This time for DUI and took away his license. You know, we have this woman in the U.K. that is marrying an AI hologram of an ex-boyfriend. Okay. She said, well, marrying a robot is the way of the future. I'm just ahead of the curve. Yikes. And that's Nimrod's in the news.